Hello, queers and peers, and welcome to Your Space Closet Takes with your hosts, Franco and Gabe. We invite you each week to come inside and talk life, millennial problems, and more, but keeping it gay. Now join us in the closet where we always have space for you. Hello to all our queers and peers. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. See, to... I interrupted your your uh, our other take. I, we were doing it, and then I was like, no way, I was going to go. And then just for that. Just for that. It was... Um, <laughs> It was something. Yeah, there it was. It was something. How are you doing, Franco? I am doing all right. I'm kind of in a in a in a funk. Kind of was a really long weekend. Very emotionally and physically draining. What happened? My father came for my godson's uh baptism. Okay. And so it just brought up a lot of emotions and this kind of inspired kind of, but not really because I had already started working on this, but I, it just solidified for me that we needed to have this conversation during this episode that, mm-hmm. you know, cause during the party, there was this man that was my father's guest that started talking about homosexuality and how, you know, the generation of this age is like basically teaching people that being gay is okay when it's not natural. Blah, those blah, big, blah, blah, those blah. big talking points that uh, that people like to point out right. when they're homophobic, like, oh, right. like ABC, a, like, yeah, you, yeah, we hear it all, you know, and it, it kind of took me back to a really weird situation for me because, you know, I'm out to my family. My family knows about me and stuff, and they support me and they love me. So I mean, you've been out for what? Oh, God. Years. What? Since um, you were, what, like 14? 14, 15? 15. So about 15 years, 16 years or so. About half your life. Half my life. And so, you know, it's it's taken a while to kind of just get in the groove and whatnot. You know, it's a big journey for us queer people to you know, find our identity, finally come to terms to it with it, finally coming out. And, you know, obviously as queer people, we always are coming out to people because for some reason we have to. I hate that so much. <laughs> yeah. And then it's the constant like, oh, my God, you're gay. Yeah. The and constant then, surprise. And it's like, well, yeah, what did you expect? And you know what? Part of it is also the fact that you have to like, it's kind of a reassessment every time because you have to evaluate your whole situation. You know, like, who is it to? where are we at is it safe kind of you know there's just a lot yeah. of factors you have to consider yeah. and you have to constantly do that every time yeah you know yeah so i get that yeah so you know it it was a very emotional very just all over the place you know be, like i said my family has always been supportive of me so then being in a place that i've always been safe and i've always felt safe which was my aunt's house and for me to be there and then not feel safe and felt like I was being judged and being talked about, you know, because a man started talk, making comments and, you know, obviously doing the, nat- the 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 usual thing that straight people do, which is like, it's not natural. That's not what, you know, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve bullshit, whatever. <laughs> the whole the whole thing, mama. And 
it just it was just very weird sitting there listening and not being able to say anything. And the main reason why I didn't say anything was because one, I don't really get along with my father, so I really don't care about the people he hangs out with and I really not I feel like it's not it's pointless for me to try to educate someone who's just ignorant. Yeah. Because I'm more than willing to educate, but at this point I kind of just feel like it's just useless. And so I just stayed quiet and mainly because also it was my godson's, you know, baptism. I didn't want to bring that up and start shit over that. So I just kind of kept it to myself and kind of just sucked it all in. And it kind of just took a toll on me. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to be classy. Yeah. I'm not going to ruin this day. Yeah. 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 And, you know, well, good for you. I mean, that's I mean, that in itself is hard to do, you know, Yeah. when you dealing with a situation like that especially in somewhere where you're typically feeling comfortable yeah i think it's just like a real big burst to your bubble yeah and, it, and it, an invasion it feels like an invasion it, like, it does space, and it and, kind of and makes you, feel you know weird. i kind of like that that happened because it kind of just reminded me that we're still not where we need to be you know and yeah, there's still big leaps that we have to do as a society and do better for our queer uh, peers and, you know, for our younger generation that even, you know, for me, I just thought like now being gay was like, okay, but, you know, it kind of, this kind of just, you get those little micro doses of, of uh, kind of like of a reality check. Yeah. You know, it's especially when you are from an area where, I mean, we're in California, right? So for the most part, you can kind of feel safe. Yeah. Ish. But there are moments that will kind of happen in, you know, in this case with you, that was at the party. But even just around us, just randomly, you know, you can, bitch, the minute I see there are Blue Lives Matter stickers in the parking lot when I go shopping, I'm like, oh, okay, somebody's here in the store. Yeah. That's definitely like, you know, homophobe or something. So it's kind of like, ugh, like who wants to deal with that? I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But yeah, it's you, you kind of get hit hard, mm-hmm. and then I'm sure that was a lot because being around with your family and such, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy how that shit can kind of trigger old emotions and kind of Ye- stir you up. Yes, Be- and it really did because it it kind of just took me to a place where, you know, it was just not a good place, not a good place because I have very uh, complicated history with my father. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that conversation was going on and he was just... I mean, you guys haven't really had one up to... Yeah. We don't have a relationship. We talk here and there, but it's more force. It's more on his side and I'm not really interested. It was was just a lot that day. And it it brought up a lot of old feelings with my father and just a lot of things that I thought I had resolved. But clearly I haven't, so I need to resolve that with my father. Um, so that I, not even for him, but mainly for me, so that I can just move on and kind of get over this. Yeah. I mean, if I know you're saying that that happened. So, like, what happened with your dad? Was he kind of just there? Like, not. Yeah. I yeah. Guess, like, so well, the conversation was, was kind of just going on and he was just sitting there, not not agreeing, but also not disagreeing and kind of just quiet. Yeah. And then his brother was there and, you know, it was like, it was just silence. And I can tell he kind of was uncomfortable and he kind of, and I knew that he knew that I was listening and that that conversation was going on because, 
And I got confirmation of that because, uh, you know, I mentioned it to my mom and she was very upset. And she was like, why didn't you tell us? Like, we would have kicked them out. Like, you didn't have to feel this way. Like, this is your safe space. And everybody in my family was very supportive. My uncle, my my aunt, uh, my cousins, and everybody was just, like, so upset that it even happened. Allies. You know? And so my brother got really upset and called my dad and said, you know, if you ever bring that motherfucker over, like, I'm going to kick his ass. Da, 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 da. And... You know, my dad was like, well, what what happened? And so he mentioned what happened and he was like, that explains why he got up from his table and never came back. And I was like, so you noticed, yeah. you noticed that I was uncomfortable. So this whole, this all played out this, like that whole thing played out. And, you know, it's just like he, everybody knew you knew that he knew and he knew that you knew. And yeah. Like, yeah, just nothing was acted upon. Yeah. Just kind of. Yeah, which is what, what which is out. what kind of made me kind of upset, you know, because I don't need anybody to defend me, but the fact that my father didn't say anything was kind of just a little too much for me. Yeah. He cuz he could have, you know, but he didn't. And I don't know if it was because he's also scared of like how he's going to be perceived or because he's I mean, doesn't want to lose those friends. So, yeah. I don't know where he stands with that, but it's definitely a conversation I'm going to be having with him. He sent me a voicemail and kind of apologized and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I haven't responded to him. He mm. was like, I hope you respond to this. And I haven't. It's been a few days and I haven't responded. So I'll, I'll get to it eventually. One thing we are not short of here on Closet Takes is parental issues. Right. <laughs> right. Those are we're never short of. Yeah. So... That I was mean, kind of my weekend. It was a little it was a little long and I'm kind of glad that it's over. Yeah. It's it's just kind of like when you still have that elephant in the room where maybe I think a lot of, you know, people in the community can kind of identify with the fact that you can be cordial and, or you can get along with your parents and have somewhat of a decent relationship, you know, where like you can talk, you can hang out, you yeah. can have conversations, you know, you can have a relationship. But you won't ever address like, you know, whether they're gay or they're trans or whatever or show like active support for that. It's just kind of like, well, we'll get along as long as we never kind of really dive into that subject, especially when it has to deal with like parents who received it negatively, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I'd like to think that I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, because one of when he was responding to the voice message he kind of was like couldn't even get himself to say the word gay you know he kind of was just like well i haven't told my friends that you're like that not like, like that. yeah and i'm like okay <laughs> come on you can say the okay, word Doja but he, cat song right and he couldn't get himself to even say gay yeah and so oh my gosh that's you know that's crazy and and i and i want to hold it against him but at the same time kind of what I went through with my mom was very similar. Like she was first in denial and she was just very like, it took her a while to get to that point. And I don't think I've been around my father enough to kind of give him the chance to get there. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's kind of what's going on, but like you want to be fair. Right. And at the end of the day, I, it's up to me whether I decide to continue to even try to get him there or I can necessarily just turn on and say, you know what? It's not really worth it for me because in reality, I don't I don't really care to have a relationship. Um, 
but but we'll, i think we'll, you'd we'll like see. one well yeah yeah i mean I, I think the biggest thing is that that kind of just makes me want one is that i see him and my brother having one and it's just like well they have a decent relationship despite what happened but again his experience with my father was completely different than mine my father was a little bit more toxic and a little bit more homophobic with me and that see that's what's crazy to me is that like i think it's insane that people don't think that different kids can have different relationships with their sibling i mean with their parent with their parent yeah well you know? we, again like i said what i the person the father or the parent that i experienced with with him was completely yeah, different it's than definitely what then what first of all yeah. by the time that if you're the oldest, right? Like I'm the oldest, you're the oldest. Mm-hmm. But by the time that that next sibling, that next kid came into the picture, yeah. that you know, like the parent was in a different point in their life mm-hmm. or there was other factors or situations yeah. going on and then so on and so forth when yeah. they're born and as they're growing up, you guys all experience different things. You all mm-hmm. remember different things. Yeah. So it's not really fair when someone thinks or people think that, well, I don't understand why you guys don't get along. Everybody else, like the rest mm-hmm. of your brothers and sisters do. Yeah. It's like, no, like we experience completely different things, mm-hmm. especially, I think the oldest, especially, I mean, I don't know. I think we see, we see a lot. Yeah. Maybe. Especially if your parents are really young, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, yeah, that's my, what I went through at least. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, you know, because of that, it kind of just got me thinking of like, you know, obviously, a lot, we've kind of have read some studies where men that are more homophobic tend to have more sexual desires or like sexual ero- homoerotic oh, yeah. fantasies. And mm-hmm. it's been proven with the whole study that we mentioned before where homophobic guys would be get played gay porn mm-hmm. and they'd get aroused more more often than the guys who were not homophobic. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's and it's also just other studies as well that just kind of try to prove the whole spectrum of sexuality and things yeah. like that, like Kinsey and things like that, where the the Kinsey scale. Yeah. Know? So I think that kind of also like plays into it, but we see we definitely see examples of the whole um, that whole thing with people who are loud about being homophobic. The mm-hmm. loudest ones are are always the gayest. I mean, let girl, let's let's address the elephant in the room here. <laughs> the Miss Drag Queen, uh, who the girl. I know you're gonna first go. of all, the girls are fighting. <laughs> the girls are fighting. I showed you this literally as we were um, prepping <laughs> right before we were gonna start. Yeah, grab, uh, grabbing, recording this. Yeah. Okay. And um, so, so there. U.S. politics this week is just drag has just now infiltrated the. <laughs> as we've just now infiltrated the. The judicial branches or Bitch, the branches of government. Literally the song of RuPaul. Drag is all over the world or whatever <laughs> fucking. It's a phenomenon. It's taken over the White House now. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> if you haven't been following the stories, there's just this. There's been this whole controversy with a congressman, Congressman George Santos. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, I'm not sure what, what state he's from. But anyway. He was just, he's a Republican, conservative, very out and proud about, you know, not being very for gay much rights. in support of you know, the, the typical, no say, the typical don't conservative say gay bill. agenda. Yeah, very much that. Yeah. But some people did a little digging, a little investigating, 
and found that he, this time that he performed as a drag queen mm-hmm. sometime in the mid 2000s. Yep. And that video has surfaced. It's gone all over the internet. He was denying it at first. And then up until recently, he has said, oh, um, I'm not a drag queen. I was just young and having fun. Like, oh, she was having fun. All right. Oh, okay. Jumping around on so, stage. So in her little outfit. So he's admitted. Yeah. Okay. So now he, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've been no, keeping I'm up with this. Girl, I missed it. I, I was like, I, I love listen. when people drag them. I all, all I needed was the picture the ne- next to one another <laughs> to know that that was that was her. I was like, that that's a queen, honey. And Maury, uh, and my, I was like, they have the same nose. Mm-hmm. Maury, <laughs> they got the, the same nose the, in drag and out. Of, I was like, yeah, it's exactly the same. It, Can't even deny. And it. even the other picture that was in comparison. First of all, he just looks like a queen. Okay. I'm just saying. I mean, I think I think it is established that he was gay. It's just that there was he had already had controversy leading up to this. But wait, he's just, gay. Yeah, I didn't know he was gay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. But um, you know, it's very much the internal homophobia. Uh huh. I mean, he's been he he's part of the you know the GOP. So. Their whole thing is being very much anti-LGBTQ. So it's another Christian Walker is what I'm hearing. Basically, yeah. Gotcha. That's kind of what we have. But, I mean, look at the history. I mean, he's again, he's also the one that lied about his resume. And listen, we, we've talked about this on, on Closet Takes Podcast, Fake It Till You Make It. But at one point, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. Like, I mean, at this point, you already had shit coming up. Like, people were bringing you the receipts already. Right. Before you even got into office. It's like, shit's not adding up. One plus one is three here. Like, you're not making any sense. And then, so, wouldn't you think, like, hmm, I have some really gay shit in my past that would not make me look good. Especially with, you know, the conservative party. Yeah. And it's like, nobody's dragging him for being a queen. Be a queen all you want. Right. Shit, we support that. Right. I mean, what does Lady Gaga say? Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Mm-hmm. And you were doing that. But don't try to, because you hate yourself or whatever like internal battle you are struggling with. Right. Doesn't mean that you should go and try to take it out and be like, okay, well, everybody else in that community should be just as miserable, just as miserable or hate themselves as much as I do. Right. Exactly. And again, like, we're not here for bu- for bullying. Like we're just not gonna allow bullying. That's just one thing we're not gonna allow. But you try to take away people's rights, right? Right. It's just no. And people are definitely gonna have a little something to say to you, right? You try to drag us, we're gonna drag you too, bitch. Like we're gonna drag you through the mud, and that's exactly what's going on. And now he's paying the consequence, you know. So there's that. But again, that obviously kind of ties into this whole conversation that i want to have with you and that is the whole homo no homo okay okay because you know growing up you know as queer as gay men we saw a lot of very questionable things being done by our male counterparts things things that if we were were to do it we'd be gay but because they were doing it it wasn't gay I mean, I just want to start off with the first thing I want to talk about is sports. Oh, gosh. Okay. I have traumatizing memories as a gay person in sports. Right. <laughs> exactly. Being picked last. Bitch, 
to this day running with a to this with day sass. <laughs> I am terrified of throwing a ball. I have such traumatizing I I feel like the moment in the sandlot okay when he when Smalls is throwing the ball and like it doesn't go anywhere. Mhm. I feel I have traumatizing experiences like that or like it doesn't go straight. It doesn't yeah. go where I want it to go. So yeah. then everybody laughs. Like, yeah, I do. And I don't because surprisingly enough, I was actually pretty good at sports. I didn't like them, but I was good at them. I was good at soccer. Okay. Talent. Huh? She was, she was uh charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. <laughs> she had all, Versatile. she checked all Versatile the queen, all the, all the boxes. <laughs> as far as football, I could play it. I could have a good arm. I can't even tell you positions. I can't tell you the rules. I can't tell you what's a touchdown. I, out of bounds. I don't know. I would just play and run. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to run. And they'd be like, go to the other side. Okay, I'll run to the other side, girl. I got you. And I was fast. And I, was, I, and I could catch. So I was like, okay, well, here you go. I'm good at this. And then they'd be like, oh, two-hand touch or blah, blah, blah. And I, they'd throw all these terminologies. And I'm like, got it. Right. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm very just very traumatized. Yeah. So obviously in sports, there's these very weird things that they do. One of the things is like slapping each other's butts. <laughs> like in sports, in in even like big like on TV sports. I feel like in soccer, a, in football. I feel like that's a big thing in football. Yeah, I would think. Yes, and it's like. I don't know why. Where did that come from? What happened to a good old pat on the back? Right. Like if you, you okay, didn't... If, you, if you're thinking as far as like gay people, it makes sense. Slap each other's butts. Great. Right. But straight people, like what? Wh- why not a high five? What happened to a high five? It was slapping each other's butts. Like, I mean, is it because are we doing like Greek Roman times where maybe you were appreciating? You know, you're appreciating of the male physique. I've even seen where pe- where there's, like, players that will grab each other's nut sacks. Like, they'll go up to each other and, like, grab the sack. Yeah. Okay. You've probably seen shit like that on Twitter also, right? Yes. You've seen Twitters, like, where guys are literally, like, their hand. It's like they might as well be practically fisting them. Like, they're they'll inside put their the, hands, like, inside, inside their, their hole. Yeah. Yes. And I'm it's, like, it's like they're a puppet. And I'm, and I'm kind of like, I mean, I know there's no no one around me because I'm just looking at this video on a phone, but I'm just kind of like looking around me as if I'm sitting in the audience yeah. of that arena. And I'm just like, I'm like is, anybody, so, is anybody watching this? Yeah. I'm like, am I the only one seeing this right now? Because a part what of me, fu- what a, the fu- a, did people report this when they saw this on the air? A, a part of me was like, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like, faggot. I, I feel like. Us as actual gay people, if we, if that was us on the team, like we would be like, no, like I wouldn't do that. Exactly, you as like, you as a gay like, person, you would never. I would never want to slap butts because obviously that like, perceives me sued. as gay, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just talking about like in like in a smaller scale, like at school, if when you're playing sports with friends, like of course you're not gonna slap a butt because that's gonna look sus. Right. Like you don't anything that makes us less gay, we're gonna do. As queer people, we grew up knowing our you wanted to deflect any sense of gay any any clues or any any like signs of you being gay you were far from it 
So slapping butts? No. Like Wonder Woman with her gauntlets, just like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Captain America, bitch, ca- is shielding yourself with that shit. Uh, so it's like, be- because here's the thing. Like, if you slap the butt, like, what if you slap it a little too soft? What if you slap it too hard? What if you grope it too much? Like, you you get what I'm saying? Like, you're just did you, scared. Did you cup your hand to try to cop a feel? No. No, mama, again, I was scared for my life. I was like, listen, I'm not, nothing, no homo, no touching, no nothing. Nope, nope, nope. There's, there's even times where players will cup check each other. Okay. No, that was like a thing. That was a thing. I remember that. Like where they kind of like. Tap the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like to hit you. Wait, you did it? I remember I, I, you nasty ass perverted. Ass. I didn't do it, but people nope. were doing it to I me heard, and like I, other people. I didn't, no. I didn't. Actually, you said it. No, you said it. Oh it's on God. record. Re- re- rewind the tapes. No, it's on, it's on tape. It's on tape. Rewind the tapes. Go back 15 playback. seconds. Playback audience. Playback 15 seconds uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, listen to Gabe admitting to the fact that he did it too. No, but anyways, like uh-huh, said, they were I doing was, it to you. Yeah, uh-huh. that happened. And I just like, I just thought it was like, okay, this is typical. This is just typical straight male behavior. Uh, but it's why like, is it typical? I feel like, I feel like what when, I'm you're, saying. when you're like a queer person or a gay person, you kind of take a step back and like look at everything as a whole and be like, mm-hmm. huh. So this is the male, this is the straight male specimen that I'm observing here. This is the, you, you know, you start studying little things about the dynamics of straight boys and how they interact. Yes. And like, and I'm like, yes. yeah, this, I don't fit in this dynamic. I'm just like, this is very gay. Yeah. I'm like, why what is you, going on? You kind of question. You're like, why are you guys being so gay? Like, I don't understand here. The, and I, and I was just like, well, the only reason I could think of was that if you guys are being gay with each other, but you're not saying you're gay is because you want to be gay and you want to do gay things, but excuse it as other behavior. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so they, they also have pile-ups, right? Which is like when you score, blah, blah, blah. You like. No. Just. Just no. Just. Were you, were you ever in a pile-up? No. I always saw that, that. See, that was more of a. Con- what is it? I don't know if conception is the right. Word. And more of an idea. Because I would see that shit in movies mm-hmm. and TV shows. I've but seen... I'm like, who would ever actually want to do that? Because I imagine that is very uncomfortable. And I was like, I feel like children might have died doing that. <laughs> I've seen it happen before. And it, now, now every time I see a pileup, it makes me think of Regina George. Yeah. Oh, look, she's about to jump into a pile of or into a group of women, whatever yeah. the quote is. And it's like, it makes me think about that because it's like. <laughs> Of course, that's a gay man's fucking dream. Being yeah. piled up by a lot of men, sweaty men at that. Yeah. That have literally just finished scoring a touchdown, a, a, did a goal. They're all sweaty. They smell like sweaty nutsack. Of course, that's a gay man's dream. And it's like, how is this not gay? And you know what's funny when you mention that is that I feel like it's also just a running joke about how gay straight men act with each other because that was literally an, a skit on SNL. I don't know if you have ever seen it floating around where it's two guys watching football. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and they, uh, yeah. they ended up making out and shit, right? Yeah. They're, they're, when their team scored, like, yeah, woo And then they, like, made out for, like, a second or two. And yeah. they're like, whoa. Whoa, okay, yeah. And yeah. Then, you know, they exactly. just make it. It's just. Yes. Okay. And so when I was doing my little 
investigation during the, for this uh, preparing for this i found a, a reddit response that said that a lot of so th- it's basically a guy saying that they would all the all the all the guys would pile up but they wouldn't let this one guy who they thought was gay join in on the pileup because it would be weird. I'm like, okay, okay, hold up. All of you guys are being gay as hell. And so that it's not considered gay, you're not allowing the actual gay person to be in the pileup because then that would be sus. Right. I'm like, make that make sense. How does that make sense to like, you guys? Well, what is the behavior that you're already doing? Right. If a gay person were to do it to you guys, you would call them gay. So why aren't you guys calling each other gay? That's what I want to know. Right. Also, like dry humping in sports. I, like what? Okay. This is this. A lot of things like this happens when you're playing. <laughs> we're sports. dissecting sports behavior. Sports behavior. Gay behavior. Like the humping, like the rubbing each other's n- nads on each other. Yeah. Like why? How? This is like see somebody should come out with a book very much like the help style, but write it from the like confessions of like the locker room and locker room uh, (laughs) secrets, sweetheart, because I feel like there would be so much for people. to I am sure that there's so many stories because in my search for this (laughs) preparing for this, I also found some military stuff, which we'll get to the military in a little bit. I want to focus on the sports first, you know? So I'm just like all these things that you guys are doing for the sake of like being team or bonding, like bonding team bonding is very gay. I I just want you guys to know that undoubtedly like, hello, straight people, straight guys. It's, it's gay. gay. (laughs) It's gay. If I would do it, you would call me gay. It's it's pretty much the double standard, right? Because again, straight men wouldn't want to label it as gay because then that makes them gay, or guilty what? of which, having gay tendencies, right? Which that you know it just leads it leads down the road that have bigger questions that need answers, and it's like well they don't want to actively acknowledge it themselves, so I feel like it's kind of a scapegoat to or more of a gateway leading into other things that they want to do. But yes. Don't want to necessarily address like, okay, like I'm trying to get these little gay experiences out of me that I really want to do. Yeah. But I'm not going to call it that. It's like, Oh no, it's just me messing with the bros. Yes. It, and that's, that's the thing. Like how much of it is just team bonding? How many of it, how much of it is really like, you know, men. And, and again, and there's nothing wrong with, because as we know, sexuality is very fluid, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, and we'll get into this later also where men have sex with other men but it they're not con- they consider themselves straight yeah but so so like for me it's like I mean like, you had your experience with that what is it your friend right you guys like okay had a little thing yes so that's what I was going to get to so like I like I've mentioned before with my straight friend growing up and I'm going to assume he was straight I don't know now anymore, but back then he identified as straight. Uh I identified as straight. I was still in the closet. And so, you know, he said like, oh, like, let's watch the porn. We watched the porn. And then eventually it was like, well, I'm kind of getting hard. And he brought up the, the, 
the comment. He's the one that said, like, I'm getting hard. <laughs> I'm getting, like, a really hard boner. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh-huh. He's like, I kind of feel like. like Just the, the fucking, those extra comments that you're like. I mean, it's like when when a guy is over for Netflix and chill. And it's like, okay, what's huh, what's the line? What's what am I gonna throw out there? That's kind of like that's gonna get this get, get, get this get ball this whole rolling. show going exactly. And so that's why I was like, that's kind of a weird thing to bring up, but pop off. And so I was like, I was like, for me, it was like very homoerotic. I was like, oh my god, like this could yeah. potentially lead to like something, mm-hmm. you know? I was like, oh yeah, me too, man. Like, oh bro, uh. You know, and he was like, well, you know, maybe we can like jerk off, but like under the blankets. Mm -hmm. So it's technically not we won't see each other. And so it's so weird. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I I don't know if I ever told anybody this, but I remember one time in middle school. It's crazy when guys will try to drop little things to you Mm -hmm. about like gay stuff that they've done. Yeah. But they tell you in a way that's like, well. Maybe you and I do a little something. Okay. Because this one guy was like, I don't know if he just knew that I was gay. This was in middle school. I think I was like 13 or something. Mm-hmm. And he he was talking to me about, he used to kind of pick on me. And then, then he kind of stopped or whatever. And then it was, we were just whatever, just whatever. And then he told me about how, I don't know, if he let some guy suck his dick or something. Like a guy. Uh-huh. Around some some restaurant or something because I, I don't know how, but I found out that he lived near where we lived near each other apparently. And mm-hmm. then I, he was like, Oh, do you know this restaurant whatever? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, Oh, I uh, had a guy suck my dick over there, like behind the trash can or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he, but he just kept like talking about it. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not trying to do all that. I really, I, re- I don't know. It was just weird. It was just like, yeah, I was, not even out so it's like i don't know maybe the maybe the maybe myself i wasn't uh giving what i thought i was giving in middle school because yeah 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 or or he was again just trying to see if someone would be open to exploring cat, cat. sexuality <laughs> straight men one thing they're fishermen bitch because one thing they'll do is cast a wide net wide net to see <laughs> what what lands and, and i think that's kind of what happens with guys that are exploring their sexuality and kind of a lot of this is that they kind of like make comments and like cast a wide net mm-hmm. to see what what sticks. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that's kind of what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's basically DL men in a nutshell right there. Because right. They will see somebody who's kind of out and doing their own thing and whatever, like, and they'll want to take advantage of that. Like, OK, like I am going to get out what I want to get out. But I'm not going to contribute to the community at all. Right. And, you know, and, and again, like we ended up jerking and but like, and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it started like under the blanket and it was just like, well, we're I'm getting kind of hot. So let's just take the blanket off. Yeah. It's crazy. Like when right now we're dealing with politicians, right? It very much reminds me of middle school as well. Like we've kind of just been dealing with these kind of people your whole life yeah you know yeah when you're in elementary middle school high school users dealing with these bullies and like people who try to talk down to you or whatever because of your sexuality and everything yeah exactly
Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you this. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so out of the guys that bullied you, or the guy that bullied you, did you think he was cute? <laughs> um, Got it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so yes, I did. I remember I did. I and I hated myself for it because I was like, I hate that I am attracted to you. Well, I mean, girl, that's that's every gay. They always fall in love for their bully. <laughs> that's like that's like, that's like a gay man's story. Like you fall in love with your bully because obviously we're masochists. We love being treated bad, and then like we fall in love because obviously a lot of the guys that are homophobic might be cute or whatever. I think so maybe it's because like, I was like, oh, you're, like you're giving me attention, you're giving me the time of day. Good no, fucking <laughs> Good. No, fucking but it's just bye. like. I, I remember I think he was just cute. I was like, if you weren't a bully, if you weren't such a bitch, I like I would still have a crush on you. But either way, I, I would just take without the bullying. Thank you. But yeah. 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 His his name was I believe his name was Ricardo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so th- this is the one that told you about the dick sucking. Yes. So you would have said I, ha- his I dick. just had a so, thing. So in my in my head I'm thinking if you weren't a bully, I'd have sucked your dick. When he told, when he brought it up, gotcha, Mm -hmm. gotcha. I had a thing for my fellow, my fellow Latin guys around me because there was another bully. I had another bully in middle school, and his name, I think his name was Raimundo. Okay, and he was also like a pretty boy. He was very much like a pretty boy type, Uh you know. Uh huh. And so, yeah, he used to bully me too, but I used to like like talk back to him or whatever. He used to not like it. You used to talk back to him. Well, because I would like, he used to say some fucking comments to me and I would be like a little smart ass back because I was, by that time, by eighth grade, like I was just tired of everybody's shit. I was like, you know what? Like I wasn't taking anybody's crap. Mm. So then he would say that I'd have an attitude or whatever. But like, oh, sorry. Me having, me standing up for myself is an attitude. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, oh. Well, you're lucky. At least you have cute bullies. One of my bullies has, I mean, I'm, I've talked about him before. His name was Hector. And he had a unibrow. And he's as dumb as a rock, big ass, tall ass guy <laughs> that got flunked I don't know how many times, had a deep ass voice. I don't even we were in fourth grade and he had a he had already hit puberty. I'm like, how? How are you allowing this man to walk up into school with fourth graders? <laughs> I don't get it. But yeah, that was my bully. Sorry, he couldn't be like the rest of us. Yeah, and then I had another one named Michael, and he was short, uh-huh. very Mexican, silver tooth. He was a silver tooth kid. Oh, gosh. So that should tell you a lot. <laughs> so I wasn't fortunate enough. I will say, though, I did have a lot of, a lot of crushes on my friends, on my best friends. Mm-hmm. That was a very common theme for me. Did you? Would you have friends that did gay shit amongst each other, just in the circle of like in your friend group, what was oh. something gay that you guys had done? Was there anything that you guys had like? Because when I, I think it depends on what friend group you have. Because like, okay, in middle school, I had one friend group, right? Mm-hmm. That was kind of made up a lot of like the punk kids mm-hmm. and the scene kids, kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And my straight friends there would kind of interact very gaily with each other. Like they would like hug each other or you know just mess around and do things mm-hmm. like that. But then I feel like when I would have another, I had this other friend group that was like more like the popular kids and mm-hmm. they wouldn't really like do things like that, like be touchy or yeah. do anything like that. Cause I think they cared more about the label mm-hmm. of how it was going to be perceived. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so again, I don't I didn't never had like a huge group of friends. So I couldn't tell you like my group of friends did this gay stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, up until middle school, which is when I had the homoerotic jerk off thing. I that that's as, that was as gay as it got. That was as gay <laughs> as it got. But with with that friend, we were a group of friends that was also including my brother. So like my brother was part of my friend group with Mm-hmm. he was in elementary school and we were in middle school we were like in seventh grade so it was like rodolfo alan and a few other guys that i can't even see or remember their name but <laughs> my main two friends were rodolfo and alan and so with them it was like a little crew that we had in the neighborhood yeah so our guy my guy group of friends we were like a like a like a i don't want to say gang because we weren't gang banging yeah but we were just like a group of friends, like a group, and we called ourselves VMC, which stood for Viva Mexico Cabrones. You were a little, a little click. We were a little click, and we were VMC for Viva Mexico Cabrones. <laughs> yeah. And so with that little crew, we were always like... This was your stick to the status quo crew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so... But but no homo stuff, only with Rodolfo, which was like watching... And we, and we continued watching porn together. I don't think we ever jerked off ever again. Yeah. We might have one more time and it was still under the blankets. We kind of looked under the blankets, but not looked at each other's. Uh huh. But that's as homoerotic as it got with him. Yeah. And with the other guys, we never really acted gay. I don't think I ever got. I don't think I ever got close with like a straight friend or anybody that I had that I knew of that was a straight friend. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever had anybody close like that where that has happened like a gay experience or anything like that you know okay and so what the whole masturbation thing kind of brought up a, it kind of brings up a really interesting thing because also like i said when i was doing my digging i came across another reddit thing that said when i was a teenager i masturbated a few times in the presence of a couple of my friends unfortunately there was always a barrier like we were both we would both do it under the sheets or there would be a sofa cushion between us so we never got to see each other I am bisexual, but all my friends I did this with were completely straight as far as I knew. That sounds similar? Yes, that was me. Why does it sound like when you're setting up for a test and they would put the folders? You know how they put the folders yes. between it? Exa- so you don't Ex- cheat? Yes, okay. So th- okay. So because of that, th- the second time that we did it, that's kind of what we put we put pillows. And eventually we were kind of like, oh, these are just getting in the way. Let's get rid of them. Yeah. So we did, but we were still under the blankets, but it was very much like that because we, we did it. We did our first experience and we were like, this is, this is kind of hot, but also very gay. Yeah. So obviously to him, it's like, well, how can we make a let's gay? Let's put a barrier between us, mm-hmm. you know? So reading this was just like, I was like, this sounds like something I did, which I did do, you know? And so another, another one I read was that jerked off a friend in middle school while he jerked me off at the same time. Within a few weeks, we never spoke again. And somebody was like, why not best friends forever? Because neither of us are gay. We were both discovering masturbation and pornography for the first time. I think it just freaked us both out. So we somehow mutually agreed to never speak of it again. Now, this brings another interesting topic. Have you ever played gay chicken with a friend? What the fuck is gay chicken? Where, I feel like, oh, yes. I feel like it sounds yes. familiar. I might know So this. you act. Oh, so like you get really, really close uh-huh. And like almost kiss and whoever backs out is a chicken. 
Oh. So you kind of do gay shit till eventually one of you guys kind of fucking yeah. gives in. Or not gives in, but like gives up and like, oh, whoa, this is too much. Yeah. Basically, you, know? you get, it's like when, um, what's that What's that other game? It's, it's very much adjacent to this other game. What is, I don't know. Did it have a name where you would like, would somebody would go put their legs, their hands up your legs or your thighs or something like, oh, to see if you get nervous? Gay chicken. But no, but I mean, isn't that also another way people did it? Was just like, see if you get nervous or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. I don't, but yeah, I but think this it is, was gay chicken. I think yeah. that's literally what it was too. Uh-huh. It's just like as close as you can to your nutsack without like pulling yeah. away. See who pulls away first. Uh-huh. Very much gay chicken. I cannot. I you never know? had. I don't. Did people have? I don't now, know if people did that. Was that a the, thing for you? No, but the whole like learning about masturbation i feel like that's very a very interesting topic uh-huh. with guys because also with girls because i feel like girls also and i could be wrong uh-huh. but i remember reading or seeing a movie where the girls were like oh we're just gonna practice kissing and they kiss each other uh-huh and i feel like also guys do that the reason why twice twice it happened to me where i made out with someone because they were older and they wanted to le- practice how to kiss for the real deal. Mm-hmm. So this is real tea. This is a family friend who is who ended up being. I don't talk to this side of the family, so I don't really go, give a shit about saying the name. I will not say last names, but I will say name. This guy ended up signing up for the Navy. So he's a military bro. Oh, no. He was one of my bullies growing up. From my family, not from school, from my family. He was a family friend and he would always call me gay, blah, blah, blah. Which is why I, when it happened, I was like, well, you pick on me, mm-hmm. but this is hot. So I'm going to let it slide. And so I made out with him because he's like, oh, I want to practice kissing. So let's make out. And so we made out in a closet. Taking advantage of the local gay. But like, yeah. Okay. You know, here you go, gay practice let's practice kissing like i know you'll you'll want to do this kind of right. thing like oh, i know like, you'll you like be into guys. this you understand yeah exactly it's, <sighs> exactly and so that happened now this is another person that i made out with i don't remember their name this is just like a one-time thing that happened we were at we this was a this was a guest at a family party mm-hmm. we used to have huge parties with my family so one time there's this guy who I had never met literally came to the party left and never saw him again. So this guy, we were playing hide and seek. We both ended up in the same spot in the same hiding spot. And he was very much like, so do you want to practice kissing? Cause me and my friends practice kissing. And so I don't know if you want to practice kissing. mind you mind you this was i was in elementary school these kids were like middle school so they obviously were having like these like urges of like Mm -hmm. they're teenagers right at that age like i think you have more there's so much that your body wants to do that you don't even know what to do with to do with your body (laughs) exactly which is why i'm saying that i think that this is something that kind of does happen to straight guys is that they obviously are exploring their bodies. They're, you know, learning about masturbation, watching porn. So a lot of the times it kind of can get blurry with like 
who was around, which is why kind of like when I watched the porn with my friend, I was like, well, this is kind of homo, but like, obviously yeah. we're doing it because we're exploring masturbation. Like I hadn't really ever masturbated mm-hmm. and we kind of had that thing. I feel like that's why you also get a lot of gay shit in college because it's still that same mentality where they're still trying to like explore or do all the things because it's like, oh, well, for the most part, they maybe they won't be around people that they're normally around, you know? Yeah. I don't and, and know so, them. So it's like new place, new identity, new experiences. N- and not, yes. And also, but also like what I also read was that women are more open to being fluid. Mm-hmm than men and it's more socially acceptable because obviously when two women make out they're just like oh they're just having fun and blah 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 right when two men make out it's either like they're either gay and in denial or they did it out of desperation you know it actually reminds me of like kind of how you said that so i did this paper in Mm -hmm. college and i made a lot of the topics that i wrote about usually based around sexuality and things like that because me as a gay man i'm like there are not a lot of studies about sexuality and being fluid and Mm -hmm. just kind of understanding more about it Mm -hmm. um and the ones that we do have are not you know there's just not a lot so i was like i'm gonna add a little bit i'm gonna contribute so then there was this study that i was doing and i was digging (laughs) i actually found one of my old papers and i referenced one of the studies here and it says that men Men spend basically way more time thinking about sex than Mm -hmm. women do. Yes. So I kind of followed the logic in my paper where if if anybody wants to read it, that article is called Gender Differences in Sexual Fantasy and Behavior in a College Population. So see, I'm dropping sources. so I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And so I'm like, well, if guys spend more time thinking about sex, then that means that in theory they're going to spend more time thinking about different ways to have sex. Yes. And so if they're going to think about more ways to have sex, then eventually like gay has to come up yes. or something related to gayness, whether it's like mm-hmm. maybe you're sucking dick or like eating ass or I don't know, something like that, mm-hmm. all, like different types of guys, all this, that, or the other. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I basically thought like, well, I think straight guys are more likely to think about it, but less likely to do it. Because of the fact that they spend so much time thinking about sex. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's just a pattern that kind of explains a lot of men's behavior these days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and, it, and that kind of, it's interesting that you say that because a lot of the times where, well, I read one of the articles that said that straight men that were married to women would actually act on having sex with another male and wouldn't call it being gay. Uh-huh. More so, it was just about the sexual act, just getting that release because they weren't getting the sexual release at home because women aren't really super sexual. And so for them, it's like they're con- men, as we know, it, as gay men and the gay community, we're constantly just sex, 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 yeah. sex. And it's just in a guy's nature. We're just over- overly sexual yeah. all the time. Which like a lot of papers reference, you know. That- right. And again, I think... Just remembering that we're bringing up limitations is just the fact that, you know, depends on whether people, how honest people are, because these are usually done like interviews or surveys. So it really depends on how honest, how honest people people are. are. Exactly. So, you know, obviously these men that are married, that are not getting action, have to seek it somewhere else. And who other than 
another man who's also as horny is actually going to respond. Who's also, like what I said, thinking about sex because they think about sex just as much as you do. Exactly. So, of course, you guys are going to find maybe some common there's factors. A, there's, a, there's a mutual want. There's a, a mutual, mutual want and a mutual need. Yeah. And a mutual wanting to fulfill each other's desire. I mean, think about that desire. expression. Like, what is, what, do, what is the common expression that people kind of think in... I think in the straight world where it's like, oh, well, men, he only wants one thing or men only want one thing. Right. Which is kind of like, well, where does that kind of derive from? It seems like I feel like that kind of relates to, you know, how we're talking about that. The fact that, you know, just men are horny. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why, there, you know, obviously, like I said, that when a man acts on their gay in, gay instinct. Uh-huh. It's either because they're gay or it's viewed because they're in desperation. So a lot of the times, obviously, like obviously in prison, men don't really have any access to anything other than other men. So it's like, yeah, unless you want to jerk off all the time, if you once eventually, I, I think, think that it gets tired. Eventually they get the urge. Like right. The urge takes over at the fact that like, OK, I can't just I don't want this to be just like a thought anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, you know, could happen in. It, this is could happen in 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 prison and also in the military. Yeah, which are usually just a a group of men that are just sometimes they go overseas and they have no nobody else except their own brothers, and so it's like, well, <laughs> we ain't got nothing else but each other. So yeah, I mean, we gonna get through this. It's no stranger that in military or things like that 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 kind of stuff happens, because I mean, look at, I mean, look at Madison Cawthorn. Yes, that is, I feel like a poster child for frat bro isms. Yes, you know. Yes, because um, again, we have another freaking conservative person, congressman, just very much talking about. He praises the whole thing about you know manly men, anti LGBT, mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. and people did digging again. Found the receipts on him. You know, he was dressing as, I think he would put on like women's clothes, which again, we love that. We don't, Mm -hmm. we don't care. We don't. But it's just when you're opposing the very community that you clearly either want to be a part of and you don't just don't accept or you hate that people are just living out and proudly when you can't or you, you Mm -hmm. feel like you can't, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and that's gross. Yeah. You know, but he, was just that's his platform yeah but then engaging in gay behavior Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i I think he was uh he was supposed to be i think he was in the navy or marines one of the army branches listen and the shit that goes down there i mean if anybody who's been on a freaking anybody who's been on grinder i was just near a military base the amount of gay memes about military and all this stuff yeah. And the stories that I, I mean, I've seen stories of like this guy saying like how he used to be on Grinder when he was on and how he doesn't he doesn't participate in being on Grinder while he's on base anymore because he used to find some of his sergeants, some of his like bosses <laughs> that have that had wives that had kids that yeah. would be there on the DL, you know, and it's like if you are any anywhere that has a major military presence you probably have a lot of blank profiles near yes. you. Yes. Because again, it's just not widely acceptable in that kind of environment. Yes. It, trust me when I say military environments are a whole other military world. environments. Military culture is very toxic. It's very, 
it's an interesting thing as a person that studies psychology as a person that studies human behavior it's very interesting military women the wives are very my gay self was living for the drama the drama of military moms (laughs) just like talking about one another talking about each other's kids talking about each other like just the amount of things that go on yeah you know yeah, like I like I've worked for a company. You've worked for the company, where we served primarily military clientele. Yeah, different families of sorts, and then looking on Grinder, people near you, but then blank profiles because listen, they want in on the action. You don't want in. You want in on the pleasure, but you don't want in on the negative side that comes with being part of the community, which mm-hmm. is like. Look at all the hate we get. Look at all the messages we get, the bullying, mm-hmm. the threaten to take our rights away. It's like, well, to them, it's like somebody who's on the DL or whatever. They don't have to share any of that because like, oh, well, I got my wife and kids. I have nothing of mine is going to be taken away because right. I'm just trying to take the good aspects of it. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like we kind of said it before, like if you want to explore, no one's attacking you for it, you know? Yeah. What's wrong is you being homophobic. And a lot of military people obviously vote very conservative. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a, it's not yeah. traditionally, you know, it's, it's not a surprise. It's not, it's not a secret that most military people vote very conservative. Right. Most of the time. Not all the time. I mean, there's can be exceptions, that's what I'm saying. you know, tra- traditionally, but traditionally that's, what, that's what they vote. That's how they go. That's kind of their, their ball game. And again, no one's attacking you for you exploring. And again, it doesn't even necessarily have to uh, going back to kind of like even if you're not gay, but you're just being straight as a straight man, just getting released. Great. Mm-hmm. Whatever. If a gay man wants to hook up with you and knows that it's entirely just about sex. Great. Whatever. <laughs> you know, however, if you are then later turning around and voting against other people's best interest then yeah. that kind of makes you a problem yeah i you guess know? it's just you're trying to get a piece of the pie but i don't it's just it's just like very like a selfish outlook you know yeah because you're just again it's the me 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 yes attitude yeah and well my immediate satisfaction my immediate pleasure is the mm-hmm. only thing that matters mm-hmm. because nothing of mine is threatened i don't care about you because that that implies that you have to care about other people mm-hmm and we already know that that is something that on a wide scale is very hard to do for mm-hmm. people. But they'll continue to want to do all the gay shit on the DL. Yeah. And listen, and as someone that's been in a few military men's guts, <laughs> I can attest to the fact that we have a lot of these DL guys that and th- and this is another thing, another very like trending joke is that a lot of military men are bottoms look at the memes power bottoms they're just like power and and there could be a psychological reason obviously you know they're always in power they're always the top of the top so like they're sometimes the there's sometimes the 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 person in charge yeah in their life and so sometimes you'll get like the guys that want to be a sub a sub exactly they they they're very like power bottom they want to get dominated because they're so used to always being dominated that mm-hmm. in the bedroom, they kind of want something different. Right. Right. So I th- flip I, the dynamics as someone who's experienced that very surprised when a military man whispered in my ear, 
fuck me. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought you didn't I, see that coming. I thought I was about to bust it open, but I listen. I, this is why I'm verse. Yeah. This is why this is why verse is being good. It's always fun to be verse because you can you, you can, can catch it, you can pitch it, you can yeah, you can flip it and write it. You can always have a good time. Always have a good time, and so you know, it just happens. And these military men obviously have their needs, and mm-hmm. and a lot of the times they want. And they, okay, and another popular thing in I feel like it's thinking of it as a fraternity because yes, another popular thing for military men to do is drink. Yes, they drink a lot. They listen because they can't. I worked on a military base, right? So they can't bring things like whatever's legal in that state. If it's not federal, they can't do it, right? So that mm-hmm. you can't smoke weed or do anything like that. You can't mm-hmm. bring that onto the base. Mm-hmm. So, but drinking is okay, right? Yeah. So a lot of men that I've seen in military, my brother too, he drinks mm-hmm. with his friends. And mm-hmm. we know what happens when one drink, somebody has a, <laughs> a little one too drink much. too many. One, yeah. You know, yeah. things start getting, or you start feeling more inhibitions to do other things. Right. Your, your, your inhibitions are, are, that's where the gay chicken, the the gay chicken kind of starts. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, obviously also, also another very popular thing with military men is that sometimes they're, they get naked in front of each other. They, they do a lot of weird things to kind of have this brotherly bond. Yeah. Right. I didn't think about that. Right. Like they'll, they'll, They'll literally flap each other's dicks in front of one another. Well, because in the sense they train for you never know what kind of condition you might be in. So yeah. you guys basically have to get comfortable around each other. You're probably going to see each other naked because right. let's say, you know, if they ever find themselves in a situation of war yeah. and, and it's not they're even out necess- in the desert even, or whatever. It's not know? even necessarily that of so much of like survival. It's more so like when you are so vulnerable around others, around your brothers, there's you guys become closer because you there's no secret. There's nothing. Yeah. That's too weird. That's too whatever. And I think that that's kind of what happens with them is that they build this like brotherhood culture that is very similar to fraternities, you know, very much fraternities. It's a cult. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very much like we are brothers and we got to stick by one another. And obviously this is why a lot of their playing, a lot of their, their kind of breaking each other down, very similar to hazing. You know, it's like, humiliating one another and bringing each other down and like kind of just like bearing it all literally like naked being naked yeah. with your brothers it's, kind of helps you like bond the origination of the whole don't say gay thing right you know and 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 like that's why like if you think about it that's why in it's important for them to have that brotherhood so that when because when they're obviously when they're out at war who else are you going to turn to than other than your brothers, right? And yeah. it's very important for them to have that that connection, that bond that they have. They can only trust their brothers. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I think that that's why that's very that's what's very popular in military culture for them to have this like homoerotic kind of like flinging each other's dicks. I've I've, yeah. I've heard so many stories. And I wonder I've seen if that's so just many. like if that's unintentional, like. Obviously, they want people, they wanted that to be bonding, right? Yeah. But I just wonder if that's, that was an unintended effect of what it was supposed to be, you know? I don't, I think yes, and I think no. Because if you think about also, like, we, I think we might have mentioned it before, but the whole, like, 
I think it was the Greeks or the Romans that you they used to like swallow the. They used to have oh, the one the, guy that would swallow the, the Roman, uh, the soldier practices, the soldier right? practices, which is like the one that would swallow the cum would be the bravest. You yeah. know, he would have to suck off all these guys and swallow all the semen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they were seen as the most where suddenly everybody was wishing they were Roman. They were uh, they were a uh, 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 valiant uh, Roman uh, Roman soldier. Roman soldier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I think well, because, that. Yeah, that makes sense, because then with the whole don't say gay thing, it's kind of like, well, we're going to take care of each other's needs because I mean, we're brothers. Yeah. It's like, well, you have the need. I have the need. Let's just help each other out. We don't have to talk about it, but it's just for the sake of getting the need Mm -hmm. done and met Mm -hmm. with, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But, and then you also had, then that's when you have like, don't say gay and all the things come along because it's like, well, at the same time, this is not, something that socially okay right socially okay this would make the military or make the branch seem weak seem yeah like we're not men you know because homo look at the american military system it's it's all about like we need to be the biggest toughest scariest brutalist force out there that everybody needs to be scared of us and and if we're not manly or we're not and if we're seen as gay that's bad because it's a weakness like it's a weakness okay bitch like all of a sudden have you not heard gay people slay because hello sweetheart have you ever taken a 10 inch dick that takes that takes guts we don't need to know how to fight if we know how to slay right it's like the war the war is over before it begins honey. we don't need to know how to fight if we know how to take a dick (laughs) i'm just saying but like we're used to handling big weapons like right Whatever the fuck they have on us, it ain't going to be a problem. I have my weapons of ass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, why is that Why is that a hindrance? Like, right. I don't exactly. understand why. Yeah. And but because the acts are there. Everything is there except you putting the label, label onto on it. it. Exactly. Or accepting it for what it is. It's like, if you don't want to put it on a label, fine. Like, say it's gay. Whatever. It's like, it's on the spectrum of... Just accepting that those behaviors happen. Right. Because then you either have to say, one, that it's gay, or that sexuality is a spectrum, which neither one of those narratives really fits that conservative population. Yeah, exactly. Another thing that I know what I've heard, this is coming from other sources that I will not be... For for privacy, privacy, confidential reasons... What's some what's very popular with some military men is hooking up with trans women that haven't had their bottom surgery, uh-huh. who obviously still have a penis that doesn't obviously like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the, I mean, they still they like the. Top, I mean, I think the op, that's even the, an argument with straight people in general, like straight men who date trans women. Right. Exactly. Uh huh. So so it's like they but but this is the thing that to them it's like a kink. Like fetishizing? Fetishizing in a way, right? And it, while it's still a woman, they're still getting dominated, you know? So it, who, know, who knows what that has to do with, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, like we've kind of mentioned, like they are always in power. So maybe they kind of want to flip the script and have yeah. a woman kind of dominate them. I think sometimes it's th- it's people not willing to look past the body or like the physical aspect of like the queer community and things like that, because mm-hmm. they kind of see a vessel to satisfy their pleasure in that moment mm-hmm. and don't look any further past 
like we're people. Yeah. You know? So yeah. they just kind of see like, well, I'm, this can get my kicks off or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, cause all that matters is my pleasure in this moment, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to look anything past yeah. that. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Again, it's an interesting thing that is very, again, very popular with some military men. Yeah. Where they have, sex with trans women that haven't had the bottom surgery. Yeah, and some, and they, yeah, they always they kind of require that, that. They'll look for something specific. That very specific thing. Like, uh-huh. I want a trans woman who hasn't had their bottom surgery. Uh-huh. Which, you know, just... Maybe, maybe... Who knows? Maybe to them it's like, it's a little less gay because I'm having sex with a woman. Yeah. Or you know? someone, like, presenting. Someone yeah. presenting. You know, to... Obviously, we know that that's a woman. Yeah. You know, but to them, it might be like a person that has a penis but presents as a woman. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So whatever. I don't. I don't. I again. I don't know. Which what is goes like fine. Which is again. It's fine. That's fine. But it's when they they'll vocalize something else like, oh, trans women are not women, mm-hmm. or you know, well, or they'll downplay themselves and be like, oh, well, this is still well, straight I, because I, they're I presenting s- as a woman. I still. I me personally, I think it's wrong. I, I don't see it okay because again it's just fetishizing trans women. Yeah. Because they're well, like, again yeah, they're not they're accepting they're not accepting that they're women. They're just kinda just like this is present as a woman and they have the male part, right? So it's like I can have sex. I can get my my needs met but feel less guilty about it. If that maybe that's kinda what's going on in their head. Yeah. And if that's kinda what's going on in their head, that's kinda where I feel like that's kind of wrong. Because again, kinda like how you said, it's like you're only look looking at the surface and not past the internal thing that obviously this woman feels yeah that you are taking the time of day to kind of give her and it, it sometimes can kind of end up in a sticky situation where trans women kind of get hurt you know yeah. we've heard these I mean, stories of such violence and stuff and all these things that we see with trans women and I mean we mentioned it um probably sometime last season or I brought it up where the whole gay panic defense right you know exactly so that that's where those kind of things happen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes they look at it as a as a way to like you know promote acts of violence and right exactly yeah so <sighs> i mean the military is very similar to frat bros i feel like fraternities are very similar in that way that you know they bond with each other they do some really weird stuff the hazing yeah. i mean it's very popular military porn and gay gay military porn and gay frat porn is very popular yeah you know and and again it goes back to the, just the whole like humiliation just like the <laughs> like the the kink of it you right? know porn like, might not always be accurate but there is there are kernels of truth in, in there and yeah and like the innuendos of well the, there's a reason that this is kind of a common theme that you see mm-hmm. you know exactly like oh the 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 curious fraternity brothers or the the military guys mm-hmm. exactly uh-huh. i mean there's some truth there's some truth there yeah. yeah kind of bring us back to sports and kind of bring us to kind of start wrapping our our thing one last thing i want to talk about is wrestling as like, a it, as the age-old a, question is wrestling gay br- right okay as a gay kid growing up in the 2000s wwe was very popular Wrestlers like John Cena, um, Edge, Randy Orton, Batista, Batista, all the all these like wrestlers, right? Okay. In underwear, with the exception of John Cena, the spandex, who wore the you know the 
the the jean shorts and yeah shirtless the traditional and just, like uh, wrestling but the uniform traditional wrestling this. uniform with the spandex underwear you know and even ufc mma a lot of these like fighting stuff it's very homoerotic bitch Yes, those MMA fights where they, you know how they have to, was it, I think it's MMA and boxing where they like, don't they have the guys kind of like walk up to each other and they have them like face to face? Face to face, yes. I never, never got that. I think I remember always seeing it because my, I don't know why my family was so into boxing. And I remember seeing like when they would pay for the pay-per-view Mm because right before the match, you know, they have the guys meet up or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is the point? I get, I mean, okay. The point is to be intimidating, right? Yes. And I think that's probably where they get like their, their shots for like the fight, like versus, you know, very much that. Uh, but uh, yeah, never understood it. Even like rest, like high school wrestling or just wrestling in general, uh-huh. like tradition, not, not like WWE, but traditional wrestling. Mm-hmm. You have these guys in spandex literally rolling around on mats yeah, and like groping and putting their balls in, in their faces. Like, well, they get mad when people, those types of people sometimes get mad when you call wrestling a gay sport. Have you ever heard? Well, like wrestling is like the gay sport. I've never heard someone get upset, but I mean, what else do you call it it's 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 It's, gay yeah it's home it's homoerotic and if you think about going back to sports if you think about it most sports for men are homoerotic because wrestling spandex the underwears who's that for who's watching wrestling men (laughs) these men coming out in oily bodies you're performing their their physique who is it for and it's, and it's it, like you getting riled up over like, oh yeah, he's the stronger the strong, man, the stronger man, like, yeah, yeah. Because look the at whole, those muscles. Because of the fact that you have to pin that you pin the guy, right? Pinning into it's submission, about domi- domi- domination. It's about being dominated. It's a power struggle. It's a it's a power thing. And again, it just goes back to men's I mean, mentality. Men love power dynamics. Men love power dynamics. So and if you think about the whole it, it's alpha just, thing the the male alpha exactly and Tate. it's a bunch of betas like just be like oh like wanting to I, this, aspire to be is, yeah makes it to be the alpha like exactly the, be the top exactly wrestler exactly exactly think about all these betas wanting to be the alpha they are yeah. they look if you but they could also, never be if you think about also like and i don't want to compare humans to dogs but they're dogs male dogs when they when they're sniffing around right sometimes i don't know if you ever noticed with dogs they'll roll roll around Uh on the grass and i read that it has to do with they smell the scent of a like more alpha dog okay so they want to rub off that scent on themselves okay i could be potentially wrong i could be confusing them with wolves or dogs Uh but i remember reading something like that i remember reading something like that which kind of just again not saying that humans are dogs but I'm just saying, like, if you think about, like, just the alpha mentality, obviously you want to see a strong man that you can aspire to be, you can mm-hmm. want to be, right? So these wrestling guys, like, again, if you think about wrestling, if you think about body lifting, if you think about anything, these these even, these even bodybuilders on Instagram, right? You see all these bodybuilders. Bodybuilding is gay. Exactly. Bodybuilding, first of all, but let's talk about bodybuilding the on Instagram. The competitions? The 
No, 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 no. Let's talk about bodybuilding in, on Instagram. Uh-huh. Who are you posting these pictures for? It's obviously not for men. It's obviously not for women. Right? Yeah. You're obviously posting this so that other men can see like see you and be like, damn, this this dude's fucking you, ripped. You want the validation from other men. From other the who, comments and being like, Oh my god, I I, I wanna nice have a chest belt, like bro. you. Nice chest, yeah. bro. Nice abs, bro. Keep on working, bro. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like it's like again which is like obviously fuels your ego and you you're performing for other men exactly and wrestling that's what it is so if you think about sports in general and like wrestling in general it's homoerotic for a reason because this boosts the ego of these men if you see the faces on these men when you watch wwe Uh and you watch the they're more excited about the men pinning each other than when the fucking what are they called the divas Mm -hmm. the girls that come out with like with the little girl we were lucky. Me as a gay, I was like waiting for the divas. I was waiting for the women. I was like, okay, when is, when are the girls fighting? When are the I'm girls going to see gonna the girls going to fight? Exactly. I, I'm tr- that's what I'm trying. We'd be lucky if you get one. If right. you get one like female one match. One diva fight, yeah. Because that's what I was living for. Yeah. I, I didn't listen, care. Listen, I was living. And it's like most of the men who watch wrestling. Well, I mean, it's mostly men who watch wrestling. Right. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So that's who your audience is. That's. That's, That's who, who you're, you're appealing to. to. Exactly. And again, goes back to the spandex. They're all wearing little underwears, which they all have very nice asses. Worst Randy given. Orton, you know. I mean, I've said John Cena was my was my crush for the longest. John Cena. Listen, John Cena. Oh, I had a big thing for Randy Orton, too. Randy Orton with those big ass thigh legs. Listen, crushed me. I had too many impure thoughts. <laughs> listen, what was that? Was it Edge, the guy with the long hair? Long hair, yeah. He was cocky as fuck, but I I fucked with it. Yeah, I was like, I want you inside <laughs> me because you're cocky as hell, and I just know you'd probably be able to sling mm-hmm. that thing. Uh, but John Cena, his forearms are thick as fuck. I was I just remember thinking like, I want those inside me now. Yes, now. It was it was a lot of that. Yeah. It was a exactly. So it's like. I'm over here having homo thoughts. And as a gay man growing up, obviously you couldn't watch gay porn. So what did you watch? Wrestling. Like, I I guess it's like, I don't think anybody could watch it without a gay thought coming to your head. I feel like. Yes. Like, I'm not saying that. Not all the time. I'm not saying anybody's, I'm not saying that involves sex. Doesn't always have to involve it. But it's like. Just the thought. But maybe just the thought of like, I wonder what that guy's bicep feels like or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Small little things like that. I wonder like what that. it feels like to be choked out by John Cena. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It could be something just very mild, right? Very, but again, something that is that would lean more into like, okay, this is the homoeroticism here. The homoeroticism here. of it. Exactly. Bitch, look at us. Bitch, we came full circle. We started <laughs> at sports, we ended at sports, and we tied it all nice together with explaining the homoeroticism I mean, of it sports, and again it's just exactly if most, you, soccer football I, i'm just gonna go out and say that mostly anything that straight men do is for the validation of other men exactly so i'm just saying they're gay all the time you're doing something to, listen to please other all men. the not I, even for your own for I your hate, own needs and your own agenda i hate andrew tate this alpha male but like he looks first of all he looks gay as hell 
but all these men looking up to Andrew Tate. I'm like, can you guys get off his dick? You guys are over here worshiping a guy. Uh-huh. Like, you guys are over here kissing up to a guy when you should be trying to get with the girl. Can the same people who investigated and dug shit on George Santos, can you guys do the same thing for Andrew Tate? Can we find his drag persona somewhere out there maybe that, that probably ex- exists? Mama, he's wearing it loud and proud. <laughs> you, literally, you look at him and I'm like, this is drag. This is camp. What you do is camp, sir. Like your attitude, your demeanor is just camp. Yeah. You're just like... That whole attitude? The whole attitude of him is just very... It's a, it's like, like you're like there's no way this is there's no way this is so exaggerated enough for you to be serious. Unfortunately, it is. But yeah, that's the sad part. That's right. the crazy part. That's the is the shit that he says. Like, oh, you're for real. You're you right. really mean what you say. Right. So you're that girl I knew you were. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, it's, it's just like well, again, read the room here. You're, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not women praising you for the way you're fucking acting. It's these it's, men. Yeah. You're chasing the validation of other men. Yeah. You want other men to idolize you. You want other men to look up to you. You to want other men to want to be Emotionally, egotistically, like, Think about you, you all the time. Yeah. Like. You get, you get, you get something from that. You get off. Is that emotional of, eroticism that you get from other men? Probably. Like, probably. There you go. We figured it out. We've cracked. I think. The I think code. we've. I think we've solved. Listen. Men. I think. Look. If anything, closet hicks have figured out the homoeroticism of straight men of sports of all this shit. Because we've over here breaking it down, bitch. Here with Franco, you solved it out. Uh, listen, I, I have solved years, it out with my best bunny. I have years <laughs> of uh, making out with straight men and fucking straight men and all this bullshit. You know. If I, I was a, I was bound to pick up something. I think you just learned, listen. I knew all those times things. sneaking out of my house and hooking up with DL Daddy from yeah. down the street was eventually <laughs> going to cause me to have some kind of insight on this. And it's it's honestly part of the big puzzle that you put together as you experience more and more different kinds of men. Yes, and sometimes you end up dealing with dl men or straight guys because i mean sometimes the opportunity just comes along and people have their moments you know nobody's perfect where maybe that's what you were trying to avoid but you just kind of want a moment and you it becomes a learning experience listen and sometimes traumatizing because you're just like what is the listen honey i have no morals okay when it when it comes to sex i have no morals yeah i'm gonna be honest I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I'm not going to hook up with this. I'm going to do it. And what? Period. I mean, you do. Your Listen, way. you want this but thing? I'm, I'm going to give it to you. Like you learn. You just learn more and more shit from experiences like that. Out of out of all the all the men, so many men, not so many men. I have not so many men. Let's say. <laughs> but <I'm>, <laughs> Listen, I have a list. No, I'm kidding. Um, but of the men that I've been with. And you know, do you, again, do you count them with the the stick, like the arithmetic, like one? You know how they do the dashes, like one, two, three, and then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, more <laughs> so, like yeah, like when someone's in prison and they're like yeah. writing Counting down. The days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> me. That's me. But out of all the experiences that I've had, a lot of my straight guys that I've hooked up with have been the biggest bottoms. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not shaming them for being. I'm all cool with it. But again, it just goes to show. 
my data that I've collected, I'd like to say gay guys. I mean, straight guys, you're gay. You're gay. And that's, we as gay people know the truth. Like, we know the truest ways that these I'm men I'm pretty act, sure a lot of our queers and peers have very Because we're the minority group, we're the minority population, you know, nobody's going to listen to us. Or we or we appear biased, right? Listen, I... And, I, and here's the thing. I don't even think we as gay people are trying to expose it. We're just like, we just know the truth. We hold on to the truth and we just know the truth. Like we know the truth about sexuality and the spectrum and things like yeah. that and what these men really want and really do. Yeah. But nobody thinks to listen to us because it's like, oh, well, you guys are just saying that because that benefits our agenda, right. so to say. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So nobody would want to admit that. Because then that means that we're right and we were right the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just got to keep moving forward and pushing the message. And maybe someday it'll, you know, break through and everybody will really know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. Until then, the bros will be broing and. The bros will be broing. Doing and their shit as they do in doing military their... sports and all that. Yeah. Doing their gay shit. Yeah. I mean, they can go be gay. Huh? Mm-hmm. They're going to still do it anyways. Whether mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing it right now. Whether you're there or not. Listen, as we speak. Whether it's you or somebody as else. We, as we speak, a, a straight DL man just got fucked in the ass. Mm-hmm. You hear Somewhere that? Somewhere out there, they messaged, some, they messaged some twink and were like. Burp. You hear that? That's the sound of a DL guy hitting a popper. <laughs> <laughs> someone's grinders going off near a military base we're like Burp. yep and the wife's like oh what's that oh it's my new game you really like that game as soon as you enter within 1000 feet of a military area sup <laughs> sup you up you up <laughs> dtf we know how it is oh god this is this is a fun one i like i'd like this one yeah because you guys probably got reminded of you know that straight person like that one person you either experimented with our queers and peers probably have stories yeah and they're all they're over here whether you're new to the game or old to the game whether we have our old queers and peers that are listening and kind of reminiscing on their old hookups of like yeah. Damn, I remember my first straight guy. Mm-hmm. I remember my first DL guy. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah, I feel the you. The people that you've just experienced in life, we are we've all had them. Yeah. So there's always like we know the truth. Yeah. So exactly. you probably were, um, if you have somebody that you like got reminded of an experience, please share it with us. I would exactly. love to hear it. Yeah. And you know, and and it's not. There's nothing wrong with being in love with your bully. Gabe did it. Oh my fucking. You know, God. and and there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's again, we as gays are masochists and we love we love the pain. (laughs) (laughs) We love being tortured and then falling in love for our for our um, like, don't be like me. Don't make the same mistakes I did (laughs) (laughs) or do. Doesn't I don't know. Never know. Uh You might end up hearing that some guy got sucked off at the outside of a restaurant and this could be your opportunity to jump right in. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening. 
hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Leave us a rating. Follow us on Instagram at Closet Takes Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Closet Takes Pod. Give us a rating, five stars on Apple Music or Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Just help support us and put us out there. Yeah. And share us with your friends. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye, queers and peers. Bye. Stay gay. <laughs>